Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. We're joined again by Marissa Duncan, who's going to share some of her perspectives. And the topic that we thought we'd get into today is uh, imposter syndrome. So this is uh, one that we uh, connected a-, a bit, and we'll kind of share our experiences, but uh, we'll probably get into a bit of the definitions. first. So, so I found this one on Wikipedia, obviously, because it's so trusted, <laughs> but you can find your own. Uh, but it's basically a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, and accomplishments, and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud, right? And apparently there are some subtypes where uh, you could be kind of the uh, perfectionist imposter syndrome, where uh, you kind of feel that everything has to be perfect. And as a result, sometimes uh, you procrastinate and stuff doesn't get uh, done uh, and, and it always has to be better. Um, sometimes you're the expert and an expert is one where you need to know more. You need to be the smartest one in the ro- room and you need to study and, 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 and get better, have more experience, whatever it is. Uh, and, and there's a lot of overlap within these ones. Um, one, the third one is being a natural genius. So uh, if it's pure talent, uh, there's no skill involved, <laughs> it's pure talent. Um, the fourth one is, is Superman, Superwoman, and basically you kind of do anything and everything, right? So you're the, uh, the, the student who's the president of the club, has a 4.0 average, is also part of the, the uh, football team, and uh, you are uh, volunteering at the uh, um, senior's home and basically kind of do anything and everything. Uh, and, and the soloist is uh, the person who basically has to do everything on their own. Uh, they don't ask for help, nor do they want help, because uh, if you are good at something, uh, you, you do it on your own. So, uh, And I uh, align with, with uh, all of these to some degree. <laughs> but I'd love to hear a, a little bit about your experiences with imposter syndrome. And hopefully you start normalizing a little bit, because uh, a lot of folks don't realize how common and pervasive it is. And it's uh, almost uh, something that everyone in, encounters in, in some shape or form. So what was it like and, and where did you experience it in your life, uh, Marissa? Yeah, I feel extremely called out by all of those definitions. <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's me. Yep. Um, so it's definitely good to hear that this, this is like a normal thing that a lot of people experience. And there oh. are all these different types. Um, I only recently learned about the different types. And it when you uh, acknowledge that these exist, you can start to find examples of them in your own life. Um, so I, yeah, I would say I have struggled with imposter syndrome. Um, I sometimes do, I sometimes don't. I, yeah, it's, it's, I would say it's almost chronic. Like sometimes it flares up, sometimes it's quieter. Um, but, uh, when it first, when would you say is the first, oh, interest. Yeah, I was going to say the first, uh, experience of it was definitely my second year of engineering. So I came from like pretty, pretty rigorous high school. I did IB program. So um, I felt pretty comfortable, at least with the academics in my first year of my engineering degree. Um, But it was only when second year rolled around that there were some technical courses that I just did not get. And I just, it was the first time in my life where I just didn't get something. Um, Even if I like worked at it, I just didn't get it. Um, And I was questioning, I was like, so is this because I'm not smart enough? Is this um, because I'm not working hard enough? But I thought I was doing the work I was studying and I just wasn't 
like I remember getting back a midterm and electromagnetism and I had failed it and I didn't even fit it wasn't even a close fail it was just a straight out fail and I was I was like I actually studied for this um why did I not at least pass um and that was the first moment I was like maybe I'm not supposed to be here maybe they let me in by accident um maybe I it was just because of my extracurriculars and I'm not actually supposed to be here and um so I think yeah that was a big turning point for me um at that point I started to doubt whether it was even worth putting in the effort if I wasn't going to get a result and so I I guess that's kind of the perfectionist tendency I'm just like I mean if I can't do it well and perfectly then there's no point at all and so I um I guess I started slacking I started procrastinating hardcore on all of studying for the the courses that I was doing poorly in and obviously if you don't put any effort into the courses that you're doing poorly in you won't pass those courses so that was the point when yeah that was the low point I guess of my engineering degree where I you know, failed a few courses in second year, um, almost failed the term, um, and really wanted to self-sabotage myself out of there because I was not having a good time and I didn't think I was supposed to be there. And uh, yeah, my, my experience is, is similar, but a bit different in the sense that uh, mine was in, in uh, really in first year. I, I was more uh, aligned with that kind of natural genius part where uh, in, um, elementary school and in high school, I was smart. I was identified as a gifted student. I was one of those special kids that went to special class. And as a result, uh, yeah, I was a little bit full of myself. <laughs> and if, if you're gifted, you don't have to study, right? You right. just know everything, right? So uh, I, I, I did that for all of you, uh, high school. And uh, you, you can get away with it, grade 9, grade 10, grade 11, maybe, and grade uh, 12. And, and I was there when they had uh, OACs, grade 13. Uh, that's kind of university level stuff. And you actually have to open up the book. <laughs> you actually have to kind of pay attention in class to, to learn that. So I didn't do as well as, as uh, I I, uh, could have or should have um, and actually one of the schools that I wanted to go to was Waterloo because uh, they have like I, I did computer science and the tech program uh, is, is known there uh, I didn't get in <laughs> because I didn't my marks weren't good enough um, but but I did end up going to UT Scarborough and in my first year I was so smart that uh, I could take any course uh, there was um basically a, a second term course or a second year course that you can take in first term, right? If you uh, basically thought you were so smart <laughs> that, that you could do it. Um, so of course I, I decided to opt for, for that one, right? Uh, and I did horribly. I, I think I, I just passed that one. And basically all my other uh, courses, um, I also uh, just barely passed to. And I, I got a letter in the mail, <laughs> which was on probation. Uh, and and uh, that was the huge wake up call for me, right? Uh, and then um, a, a lot of it was to figure out, okay, wait, uh, a lot of people are studying yet I, uh, and are probably doing okay, yet I don't. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm not doing so. So maybe there's a, something to this studying thing. Right. Uh, so I overcame this kind of natural genius part and said, you know what, maybe I should try for this, right? And uh, lo and behold, when you start studying and, and practice and stuff, you, you actually start learning things a little bit more. So uh, I, I, I kind of align more with that, but then uh, through different parts, because by then, I didn't know I was uh, kind of a posture syndrome. I only found out the term maybe uh, I don't know a couple of years ago, um, 
but it's kind of like, oh, that explains a lot <laughs> once you get into it. And this, uh, the, the natural genius part for, for me also goes to uh, for folks that are aware of what's uh, a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. So uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, who, who, who first kind of popularized that term. Um, but yeah, I was definitely fixed <laughs> up until there. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm smart. And, and, and basically for a while, maybe similar to you, like I, I thought that I couldn't learn, right. I, I was, I, I was trying and, and just, well, I should know this, but obviously when you do it by just kind of pure thought and not like kind of learning research or reading or whatever, there's only so far you can go. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, we, we all kind of, uh, evolved there and, and, uh, it, it came back and hit me again <laughs> in a different time. Um, but I'd love if you kind of would, would walk us through if, if you have any other colorful stories, um, again, to, to try to help normalize it for folks where like, yeah, definitely you, you talked about yourself as a perfectionist. How about, uh, one of the other subtypes or are there any other stories that you can, that you're willing to share um, as, as vulnerable or as embarrassing as they may be <laughs> about some of the other ones? Yeah, so I can definitely relate with, I, I would almost say it's kind of an ego then when you, you're just like, I'm all that. Like yeah. I got into Waterloo, so, you know, I can take on anything. Um, and, you know, there are people I would compare myself to who looked like they weren't doing any work, like, you know, quote unquote gifted people and, um, and even people in engineering who it seemed like, you know, they didn't have to put any effort in and they still got good, great, good grades. So like, I almost equated like being smart as not putting in the work. Mm. And so there were certain things that, you know, I had to put less work into. So I was like, ah, I'm smart in this, but, um, I almost thought it was an insult to myself if I put in too much work, which doesn't yeah. make sense when you say it out loud, but um, <laughs> that's kind of the genius mindset and you kind of equate um, your, you know, your genius to how much work you put into something. Um, but when I think about, you know, successful people, they, they needed the genius and the hard work. Like it's, it's not just one of them. And of course, if you have a natural talent or ability, then putting in the hard work will multiply that even more. Um, but you need both to be really successful. Yeah. And, and my story on one of the other ones, so I talked about natural genius for me, on the way perfectionist kind of reared its head was that, uh, like I, I was fairly sporty, right? I was pretty good from um, at, athletic point of view. Um, uh, like. I, I it wasn't really on so many teams, but I, I like to say that, you know what, I was, I was pretty good at sports. So I, I, I played volleyball, right? Um, but I would purposely uh, play with the suckier people <laughs> where there's an optional thing so that I could kind of dominate on the court, right? So there yeah. was a group of us that went to the beach and there were the uh, the good folks, the kind of okay folks, and then the, the other folks, right? I would try to be on the court with the with the other folks that were just kind of learning just to kind of show my dominance and then uh lo and behold when the good people are on ah, no I'm just gonna sit and relax and just just take it easy here right <laughs> and it was kind of one of those self-sabotaging uh kind of uh, things where uh later on when I figured out you know what if I play with the good people I will probably get better right? and I'll probably improve and and I realized that uh, a little bit later uh but before it was just like no uh, to your point about ego <laughs> it was definitely I did not want to be uh kind of uh shown up by by any of these people who are actually better than me right so uh and and that uh definitely spurred on the imposter syndrome in other parts of my life uh too uh, as well right so I guess a, a question for, for you is like how did you overcome it or have you overcome it <laughs> is I guess another another yeah. question I would say, like I mentioned before, it feels kind of like a chronic 
issue. Like it's gonna, at certain points in your life, when you're feeling a little uncertain, it's gonna flare up a little bit. Um, and I think it's more so taking like strategies to help cope with it. Um, and so for me, as Luki mentioned before, the fixed versus um, growth mindset has really helped me. And um, thinking about every opportunity as a learning experience and um, being okay with not being good at something and thinking about, you know, everybody who you look up to had to start somewhere. And um, regardless of where that position was, they had to start somewhere and they had to make mistakes to get to where they are now. And so I think anything worth doing has that friction to it where you're going to have to make messy mistakes to to succeed in that venture and so I think that really is something I've um, internalized through the entrepreneur journey it's a whole lot of uncertainty a lot more than school and um, that's really something I've been relying on yeah, I think for me, I would echo that. So being kind of older in my, my life and having experienced more, uh, it, it, I take it less personally um, when um, someone kind of uh, judges me and then says, oh, you're not that smart. You're not that good. So, and because I've kind of been through more of that. But when you're young, you want to maintain, yeah, that Superman, Superwoman persona that you're the best and the greatest at uh, um, the goat, the greatest of all time type of thing, right? <laughs> um, but like growing up, you realize, uh, really, you know nothing. Right? As much as I learn, I realize, oh my gosh, there's so much more. And I've actually found that in imposter syndrome uh, kind of sits for, for those that uh, never really failed earlier in their life. Right, because they kind of keep going and, and progressing, and 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 there's only so so far you can go without ever uh, failing, right? Um, so so that's kind of one set. But the other set is is that it's just a perspective of failure, right? A, a quote that I found that I, that I love is, uh, "I never lose, I either win or I learn," right? So if you actually take those failures as it's not failures, it's just something I have yet to learn. Well, it changes things completely, right? So how much more? Because I love learning. I love uh, uh, growing and, and figuring stuff out. And it sounds like that you did as a kid too. So if you took that perspective, not as a failure, not as not knowing, it's just ah, like, well, how should I know it? Because uh, I've never done it before. Like, why, why would I be able to do it? Uh, I actually uh, try to drill into my kids. It, it, it's not hard. It's just new, right? Yeah. It's just stuff that you've never done before. But if you've done it like five, 10, 100 times before, it actually is pretty easy. Um, but uh, sometimes you just need the right perspective, the right information, the right experience, and then it, there's an unlock in there, right? Um, and yeah, I would, I would, I would echo that uh, it does come uh, back. So as much as I've been working on myself and working on it, it rears its ugly head <laughs> fairly um, consistently. It's like, oh, uh, and what I encourage folks to do is just acknowledge it. It's like, oh, Hey, you, <laughs> uh, back you're again. here back again. It's like, Hey, what do you want this time? Okay. What do we do to get over it? And then, and then try to move on because uh, ignoring it or, or, or rejecting it or resisting it is, is, is not necessarily a good thing to do. Uh, accepting it, that it's a part of you, uh, but also learning from it and figuring out what is it trying to tell you? Because uh, this imposter syndrome is trying to uh, tell you something, right? Um, but what? And, and do you have to believe him or her or whatever personality you decide to give it? Uh, and and uh, you're right, absolutely. Uh, people start need to start somewhere. So uh, I think that's some uh, great and, and, and useful guidance. And hopefully that helps to start uh, normalizing uh, uh, imposter syndrome where like a lot of people feel it, right? And, and, and if more people acknowledge it, yeah, 
today I feel like an imposter, right? I think that would be a, a great step in, in uh, everyone's kind of well-being and stuff like that. Uh, and then figure out, okay, cool. That, and, and what do we want to do about it today? Um, and maybe having some, some, some cues, maybe teaching that in, in university, teaching that in high school, <laughs> uh, that, hey, you might feel this. And if you do, this is what you do. Um, yeah. Uh, any other uh, comments or, or, or some words of wisdom that you might want to share or, or things that you've come across that have helped you kind of navigate the world of uh, imposter syndrome along the way? Yeah. I first want to touch on your point with um, talking about it's it's hard because you've, you've never done it before. I was yeah. in a um, class today talking about how to start up conversations and do lead generation and it's a lot of stepping outside of the comfort zone and and she was saying like it's not a problem with you you're just new it's like a baby learning to walk like mm -hmm. you can't expect to run so you just you need to take that learning process at the pace that it is and um it's not a judgment on who you are or how good or not or if you're supposed to be an entrepreneur or not it's it's just a learning process and then um, second piece of advice is something that really helped me throughout university dealing with it was just talking to other people um, about it. Because once you realize that other people also feel the same way, it's, um, I guess, liberating in a way. It's not, oh, it's not something wrong with me. It's, it's something that a lot of my friends and peers share. So that's what I would recommend. Yeah, I think that's great words of wisdom. And uh, I think uh, we had a good discussion and hopefully folks are able to, who are imposters, <laughs> um, can recover from that and uh, kind of realize, you know what, you don't have to be, right? Uh, everyone starts somewhere, everyone grows, everyone learns, and it's up to you to kind of take that perspective and become the best version of you. So uh, yeah, thanks, uh, Marissa, for joining us for uh, another conversation and hopefully we'll have you back for uh, another interesting topic and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to that uh, discussion. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.